0: Ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudes, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Comedy Fitness Podcast. And you're probably asking, Don, how do you make the Comedy Fitness Podcast possible? That's because I have an awesome sponsor title boxing club okay i want you to go to title boxing club.com slash alpharetta that's a club i teach my comedy kickboxing class at you can find me there when i'm in town teaching and preaching little health and fitness lifestyle without taking it too seriously we have a lot of fun so i want you to go to title boxing club.com slash alpharetta you can also call them at 770-864-5492 that is 770-864-5492. Coming to Title Boxing Alpharetta, where the punchlines hit hard. Yeah, I know. But they do. And you can lose weight and have a lot of fun. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Peace. Wait, so yeah, you're in the movie Soccer. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, that was 2001. Yeah, that was
1: 2001. Uh, uh, That's when it was released, yeah. Yeah. And now, uh,
0: you did work at a car dealership.
1: Yep. When um, my wife and I decided to have a baby, I was out in L.A., working the road a lot, and uh, I bought her a book on what her body would go through while the baby was growing, Uh and it was so interesting to me, I didn't want to miss any of it. And I had just bought a car, and the salesman was really bad, like, Really dumb. Like a bad human or just stupid? Just stupid. They can be that way. And uh, I was like, man, if they hired this guy, maybe I can get a job selling cars. If <laughs> <And laughs> they I, hired I, this dick, then I can do it? And there's actually a scene in the movie that's almost word for word. The, the guy was like, well... That's funny. You know, that's you- funny.
0: Comedy Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Don Gray. Coming at you live with something new, something fresh. Comedy and fitness. About two of my favorite passions brought them together. I have the pleasure... Of working with not just the director and writer of the movie Suckers, but someone who's been been really nice mentoring me this week, Joe. You uh-huh. really have but Thank no, you. but no, but I'll give you yeah. the official. You know, I, this is a real podcast. We give we we give actual intro. But now, dude, you can be seen and also wrote the HBO movie Suckers, all right? For which you won a screenplay award,
1: best screenplay award,
0: best screenplay
1: award. Which is fantastic. Yeah.
0: You're, you're you're a comedy superstar. You've been out on, You've been out here. You've been out on the
1: road with with twenty five thirty. Oh uh, Well, I started in 1983, See, so in February, it'll be 35 years.
0: See, and I still haven't introduced you. Coming from Boston, funny guy from Boston, please give it up, y'all, for Joe Yannetti. Thank you so much, Joe. Ah, Thank you, Joe, for doing the podcast. (sighs) But let's go deep dive into suckers, though, because that's a big deal. You actually accomplished the dream that all comics want to do of writing and making a movie.
1: Yeah. A good one, too. Well, I went and sold cars because my wife was pregnant and wanted to be on the road, and... Uh my, my writing partner, we wrote some stuff together, but we were really good friends, still are great friends. And I would tell him these stories of what had happened at the car dealership, and he's like, you got to write all this down. So I actually wrote a one-man show, and it was basically me sitting in a sales meeting at this car dealership thinking, how did I end up here?
0: So I'm cutting you off, cause, um, so you're stand-up, the whole time you're doing stand-up.
1: Oh, I had been doing stand-up for 10 years at that
0: point. Okay, and you know how comedy evolves, so you're doing stand-up. You know how we, how we think we think. The, the one-man show is definitely like, okay,
1: yeah. I have the life experience.
0: I'm at a place in my comedic career where I can do a one-man show. Yeah. But then you're like, this is a funny movie. I got too many lines for other people to say. Well, no, I what happened going, was is, the I, I, I
1: wrote Revolution. the script for the one-man show and I sent it to my buddy to read it. And he was like, this will make a good movie. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he took everything out of it about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really. I no, mean, I everything that was about my personal life, everything about the car dealership, he left in and we started a basic structure of a script.
0: Characters, and story development, and then plot. we
1: kept writing and writing and but writing.
0: But so now, now, okay, I mean, I know that's a, that's a long story, but now the synopsis of you wrote this, and then you were able to pitch it, you were able to get it done, you were able to get it actually made, and yeah. then you were able to get it seen, and then... You're able to get it, you know, basically, you know, out there for distribution. Now, as a comic, the accomplishment. Now, after that, do you go, okay, I've made it, like everything's gonna be fine now? Well, what do you do?
1: Well, that's what I thought was gonna happen.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you did make it. Like, see, to me, that's all. You did make it, though. But well, how did it go for you, though? What had you? Well, anything?
1: we we couldn't get the movie released in theaters, so it went direct to video. But um we were in the AFI Film Festival. That was mm-hmm. a cool day. I was mm. I remember driving up, I think it was Fairfax Boulevard with my wife at the time and <laughs> <laughs> a different wife. And uh and all the searchlights going and I was like, man, that's going to be really cool someday to have those searchlights in front of the theater where my movie's playing. And then I got to the theater and those searchlights were in the front of the movie theater where my movie was playing. See? <laughs> That's so nice, man. That those was those the, the AFI. That's, That's yes. making it. That's yeah. beautiful.
0: That's beautiful. Now, did you want to do more movies after that, or stand up to call, You know, how does it? How, you know, how well, does that
1: evolve? Like, did you want to like, hey, now this is what I do? Well, uh, the real progression. We we wrote the script, and I was went back to doing stand up while we were trying to sell the movie and everything. And I moved back to Boston with my wife and my. At that point, a uh, one-year-old child. So it took another year for her to throw me out.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, It takes a minute. It takes so a minute. Hollywood.
1: Right when she threw me out, we got a, uh, uh, an investor to make the movie. Boom. So I moved back to L.A. to make the movie, you know shortly afterward. And we made the movie, and then I was on the road again while, you know, because, you know, this it takes so long for the whole thing to happen.
0: No, exactly. It's, 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 that's why we're all like, this is amazing, man. Yeah. Like, to actually make the movie and get it done and have yeah. it out there and have it to be good is huge because yeah. that's what all of us are trying to do. That's what yeah. everybody's trying to do. I mean, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Then we started getting into movie festivals, and the world premiere was actually at the Aspen Comedy Festival
0: oh, that's that great. year.
1: So that you know, we got to do a lot of fun stuff, and then um, uh, we had a deal with HBO to make a series based on the film. Oh shit! Yeah, but then uh, you know, Hollywood, you, you're making something that's so much effort and so much money, and so it's a much lot of work. Time, and everybody's like brothers, you know? Hey, yeah. We're a family now, you know. And then a TV but, network throws a pile of money on a table, and and all of a sudden it. it's like, hey. <laughs> You know, so me and my partner really stuck together, and uh, we never ever turned on each other or anything. And the deal fell through,
0: which they do. Yeah. But Hollywood stories, though, man. I mean, this is not you know how it is. This it's not the first time it happened to you, not the last. But the, the the point is, though, you made the movie. You got yeah, it out there. Yeah. Well, it's if you go... Suckers, in- the movie, you guys can check it out. It's on DVD. You can IMDb. You can IMDb, Joe Yannetti anyways, yeah. and it's the first thing that pops up. I've been all stalking you all damn yeah. fucking last week, this whole
1: week. But it, You know, if you want to have some fun, just walk into a car dealership and ask them if they ever saw Suckers. Is
0: it, like, uh, is it like Is it like their uh, Glengarry Gang Glen Ross, you think?
1: better than glengarry no God but God. is
0: it like for them uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like for, for, car, for dealership. car
1: dealership yeah oh yeah
0: like the movie um what uh what workers is for uh office 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 space for all yeah. those people and uh, that's great man you got a genre defining that's fantastic yeah so now comedy for this podcast we you know we got to talk a little bit about a little bit about fitness
1: okay Just i'm a, all over that
0: because
1: you know you had a bi- you, big all your life oh yeah yeah well my adult life yeah all your
0: adult life but then you had some dramatic weight loss
1: yeah, I lost some weight at one point. I lost a lot. I go up and down and uh, yeah. yo-yo. We all yo-yo. Yeah, yeah, but it's the worst. It's the hardest lost, battle you lost of my life, man.
0: Because my, my defining point is always I always tell people thirty pounds. Thirty pounds is life defining because after thirty pounds, really things change because you look differently and people's perception about you changes, which changes how you feel about yourself and a bunch of other shit, emotional. So when did you ever that kind of loss, like thirty, forty, fifty pounds?
1: Well, that pisses me off because all I've been huh. thinking about lately is how heavy I am and how much it hurts, and I just recently lost thirty pounds. <laughs> See,
0: but no, but this, this is the accomplishment. This is real life. This is what people go through. You got up, yeah. you're getting back down, and now we've been we've been hanging out all week. Now, what do you think? What what's your what's your plan? Do you have a plan? And what is the plan?
1: Well, I'm getting married again. Congratulations. Bro, <laughs> first of all, I'm getting married in a year, and uh, uh, for the last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: well, time's starting to run out for us, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. but uh, honestly, I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. You and, look happy. And, you know, for me, looking good, and looking healthy is like a, an extra, you know? That's not why I want to lose weight. No. I just want to lose weight so I can do more stuff. Yes, you know, I want to be able to do more things.
0: That's what the dad bottle is all about, and that's what comedy fitness is basically about, because I tell people, let's keep it real. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's about, like, 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 Joe. Like, for instance, what do you want to do? Want a marathon? No. No. But no. You, what you want to do is be able to go for nice walks with your lady, go ice skating. Like, yeah. she's a sport Wilhelmina, right? Like She's always running around doing sports stuff, right? She's Actually, swimming, she's, right, she's dancing, she's doing all kinds of stuff, right?
1: right. right when we, when on my way here, she's probably, yeah, it, what, right, Zumba? like, literally minutes ago, no, she was in a store looking for a belt, Oh, for, uh, like one of those running belts that holds water and stuff.
0: Oh, I love those, the Batman running utility belts. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. I want pockets.
1: Yeah, because she's got to go to, uh, uh, she's doing a half marathon.
0: So you want to, so part of, like I always tell people, keep fitness real. So part of the reason you even want to care about your health is because you want to keep up with her, you want to have fun stuff, Yeah. you know, real fun stuff and also vacation stuff. Yeah. And then you want to also, I mean, it's about health. Like aesthetics are just a side effect of a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. You don't care so much, care, but we're guys We're like, oh, I want to look better in this suit Nah, I need to get up these stairs and I, 20, <laughs> Really, the 20 extra pounds is holding me off So what's the plan? Like, what My do you plan? Think about eating? Yeah, eating Do like you today. mean
1: the plan of how much I want to lose Or the plan of how no, I'm going like, to lose? No, like, how
0: are you implementing it to lose? I know you want to lose You want to lose What's I, your plan?
1: I, I want to be Well, if I could have my wish I'd weigh 185 Okay I think 185 I'd be okay Right now I'm about 250
0: Okay, so that's, and, uh, that's a significant amount of weight. You it's, want to it's
1: a lot, and uh, uh, but I'm learning about my body, and uh, I, I've fought a lot of stuff, and, and I've had to give up a lot of stuff, you know, just because of, uh, like, uh, physical problems that come along with age and things that, you know, allergies or, yeah, not, not so much allergies, but, like... No, I mean, uh, things
0: change, and things evolve as we, also as we get older. We're going to yeah. talk about, we're, we're going to talk about you got sick. Yeah, we'll bring that up in a little while. That that'll actually that 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 has a
1: lot to do with it. Well, too. that'll
0: impact it big time. So, because yeah. like, like, let's talk. Because you were talking to me about you know because you had that fit, you you were in a good place where you actually found a good diet that you liked. Was it was it not paleo? Not keto? Keto? Uh,
1: the, the keto diet. Yeah. You well, were doing good keto I don't diet. I don't really have a label for it. Yeah. If you were going to connect it to anything, it's probably the Atkins diet.
0: Okay. Lifestyle. Well, we, think, we think lifestyle choices, anyways.
1: Well, that's you know I I I can't even call it a diet anymore because. Yeah. I've just learned Mm -hmm. that if I eat this stuff, I don't feel good. If I eat this way, I feel good. So, and the stuff that I feel lousy when I eat is all the stuff I grew up with, man. Well, yeah, man. You know, lots of uh, Italian family eating pasta and bread and, you know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for a a long time, breakfast killed me. You know, especially working on ships. Yeah. Because you go up to the breakfast buffet. And there's everything you everything. shouldn't eat. Everything. You know, and uh, for me, like bagels. Bagels with cream cheese.
0: 300 like, calories a pop. Uh, bagels are three ca- I call them the bombs. 300 uh, calories a pop. But that's without that shit like on them. It's
1: like eating a loaf of bread.
0: Yep, without shit on them. Three kills. Three yeah. cows. Well yeah. uh, that's for the,
1: uh, without any schmear.
0: Yeah. You know, that's it, why it I, English toast. muffins, the French toast is, 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 is syrup. It's, yeah. del- it's just a delivery system yeah. for syrup. Yeah. You know, which I love syrup, but at my house, I'm from a big family, uh, it's a condiment that stays on the table. Yeah. Because syrup might come the fuck up. <laughs> like, I think it's ridiculous. My mom, But at my mom's house, if you go, there's syrup on the table. Why? We could have pancakes. At any fucking moment, <laughs> this could at any time fucking happen. But no, it's not a specific thing. But like, with you right now, so- You
1: right? know what killed me? What? I live in New Hampshire now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, what's that? That's maple syrup yeah oh. no, that's real maple syrup what do you mean real maple syrup that's 100 percent maple syrup what does that mean i've been having maple syrup my whole life aunt oh no, this is real stuff mm-hmm. then like you look at aunt jemima it's like one percent yeah real syrup yeah and i wanted to punch my mother <laughs> you like, lied to why me why did you never tell me that this stuff existed it's
0: fair. it doesn't move though right and it also is uh, expensive they kick you in the well, ass for
1: that shit. I used to work at. There was this old hotel. You ever you ever see on election day? There's a a place in New Hampshire called Dixville Notch where they vote before anybody else. Yes, Dixville Notch. Yeah. Yes. All right, where they're voting is a room inside a hotel called the Balsams. Hmm. And the only the easiest way to relate it is that it's like it was like the hotel in Dirty Dancing. It was a okay. Big resort in the middle of nowhere. Babies in the corner in New Hampshire.
0: Maple syrup.
1: And when you worked there, when you checked into your hotel room, there would be a bottle of their own maple syrup,
0: just hanging out as a gift. Because again, it could come the fuck up. No, that was a gift. You know, that
1: was a gift with that was. Yeah, it had the hotel's logo on the bottle. And well, that's nice. I would want that. You know, good. Oh, maple. Dude, I had so many of those.
0: I bet, man. You you uh, live in a good food area, and that's another thing. Now, do you consider yourself a foodie? Do you you enjoy food?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but. Now the way I eat is so boring.
0: (laughs) Well, okay, all right. right, Now let's talk about the art because you actually were able to lose some weight. You actually got down, and then you got sick.
1: Well, I lost a lot a long you know years ago. Yeah. Uh, And this is pretty helpful too. Like years ago, I went on the Atkins diet, and I wasn't exercising at all, and I just ate protein, and. It got to the point where, when you eat just protein, you don't get hunger pains, and I sometimes I'd forget to eat. Yeah, yeah. but I lost eighty-five pounds.
0: Okay, you lost eighty-five.
1: And I lost a back big at deal. That. Yeah, but I look back at that. After I lost that weight, I looked horrible. Yeah, I looked really unhealthy.
0: You maybe didn't do it in the healthiest way, but you lost eighty-five pounds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and then I gained a lot of it. I never well. got back up, ever, to that weight but i kept going up and down and and i've tried you know i've done weight watchers which is amazing like if i if i li- worked a 9 to 5 job and i was home all the time I would do Weight Watchers. Our schedule disrupts
0: things big time.
1: It's so healthy. Our
0: schedule disrupts things big time. But yeah. With the way we travel, that's why. it's, yeah. it's, it's You, it's it's, you got to try to get a core of the way you eat. Yeah. We, we, we have to be open-minded to timing and variety because yeah. of the way we travel. But then you lost the 85, you started going up a little bit, and then.
1: What? Well, got, no, you you this got, was long, long time well ago. Before the Big C? Yeah. So then uh, it, it, I, would, I wanted, my, my father died at the age of 51 from cancer. And I was 47 years old, 48 and I was thinking I from I was 18 when he died and I convinced myself when he when I was 51 I was going to die. Of yeah. So uh when I was about 47 I had a I I had an attack of something I was in the hospital and uh the lady comes up to me and she goes uh From what I see here, it looks like you have colon cancer. And I'm like, I'm not even going to make it to 51. I go, it looks like I have colon cancer. So you're not sure or I have colon cancer? She goes, well, from what I'm looking at, it looks like colon cancer. I go, so you're not sure? She goes, well, to me, it looks like you have colon cancer. I go, are you positive or are you assuming that... Sir, I answered your question. Okay. And I was pretty messed up at the time, and yeah. I actually started thinking, good, because I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Checking out. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be dead in six weeks, and that's the extent of your patience. That's Three honest. Questions. Yeah,
0: like, they, like, man, right?
1: So, And then I started thinking, there's something wrong. <laughs> if I'm thinking that I'm happy that I'm going to die. And I start thinking about my daughter. Yeah. And I start thinking about how my mother and how yeah. that's going to affect her. And, and, and then a doctor comes in, a surgeon, and says, okay, you had a bad attack of diverticulitis. We're going to give you a round, massive round of antibiotics, and most likely it'll be a cure, and you'll be fine. You just can't eat nuts or seeds or popcorn. That's I was a big like, switch. What about the colon cancer?
0: Yeah, what about that?
1: She goes, oh, my God, don't say that. I go, what do you mean don't say that? Someone came in here and told me I had colon cancer. She goes, "Who told you that?" I go, "Who the fuck do you let in here to tell people what, shit what like b- that?" It was the radiologist, the woman who did the ultrasound.
0: Okay, she's someone to care about, though. She's not
1: supposed to. come say to anything. come
0: in and say shit, though, right? No,
1: no, she's not. So I, I was like, "You know, what do you just go around telling Italian guys that they're gonna die and you know their whole family think shows you up?" I am
0: not your doctor, but I think yeah. you have colon cancer. Well, so yeah. it ended up not being colon cancer. You ended up having diverticulitis.
1: Di- yeah. So that, that was a Those big life wack. change because I started to, well, I was working for a cruise line that was treating me really badly. Wow. And I really believed it was a lot of the stress of what they were doing to me. And, and I decided, I called my agent and I was like, I'll never work for them again. Never. Yeah. And he was like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, yeah. I'm going to live, you know. Get me work somewhere else. No, I understand. And it took a. long time. Do you want to call time.
0: them out? I mean, we don't make. Call finished podcast. We don't mind. The, the we don't mind. Burn, yeah, we don't mind. We can burn bridges here. We don't. It's okay. I have burned several. I cannot perform at several clubs. Punchline in Atlanta. Shout out. I cannot work there. I cussed out.
1: Yeah, it was. It, I, I, I don't want to say. Still hate you. I don't want to say the name of the company. I understand because then the Norwegians will get all upset.
0: Yeah, you don't want that to happen. No, no. they're Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So, but now, but okay, so they, they start, can
1: guess what it was from that joke. I hear
0: you, and they get the driver ticket you get you you and you think and let's talk about this for a second. You think it was maybe brought on by part of the stress that you're going oh, through other stuff, right?
1: It was brought on by you know number one when I'm stressed out I eat and I'm working on cruise ships and I'm really stressed out and I'm eating like a pig. We've access I'm to a lot of shit and really healthy and uh and then at at fifty yeah I'm thinking you know what I think I want to become a vegetarian. Really? Yeah.
0: That's healthy as hell. Yeah. Mean, that's, we should have a plant-based diet. Now, so diureticulitis, you go vegetarian, you're living well.
1: No, boom. I never went vegetarian. No. I wanted to, and I started doing research. I started talking to people who are vegetarians, like really healthy vegetarians. And uh, someone turned me on to this book called The China Study, mm-hmm. where they have pretty much proven that an animal-based diet will trigger cancer. It's a great book. It's we eat way amazing. too much
0: meat protein. Yeah. I love the shit, but we weigh yeah. way too much of it. We should animal be eating protein. a. An, yeah. We do. We eat animal protein. Yeah. We, we should be having a mostly plant based diet, but I gotta be honest, it's, it's meat yeah. is delicious. We eat way too much yeah. of it. I'm trying to calm down.
1: So, so I'm reading this book, and I decide, you know, at the age of 51, I'm not gonna die like my father yes. going to become a vegetarian. Yes. And I got diagnosed with stage four cancer.
0: Wow. That's life, right? <laughs> Boom, yeah. right in the face. Yeah. Right in the face. Hey, I'm making some changes. I'm doing things oh. better. Here you go. Dude, I Boom. had- Big plate of shit.
1: I had finally gotten rid of a, a really psycho woman that I was married to.
0: Yeah, I've done, we've all done that.
1: She was out of my life for good, I and that was no easy task, and I had- Finally, started working for cruise lines that were treating me a lot better. Respect Uh, you deserved. I was was making more because you're a fantastic
0: comic. Comedy for this podcast, talking to Joe Yannetti, You're a fantastic comic, and don't we deserve a certain level of treatment? Absolutely. You know, especially someone like yourself who put in the time and like and put a, a great show every night. Yeah, like man, like you killing it. Well, well, thank you very much. But I don't want.
1: There. I'm not a prima donna. I don't need. I don't need a lot of special treatment. I just want to be treated like a human being. No, you, know? you
0: just want your tartar I don't sauce. Need to be treated he like almost a star. went off on a on a Raider earlier today because of tartar sauce. Other than that, I've not seen any prima donna move. You were out. You no, were no. scouring the ship for Yeah, it was situational, and you had a point.
1: No, there's fish you and did. tartar, and there was a little bit a of point. tartar sauce left in the point. thing. I said, "Do you have more tartar sauce?" And the guy goes, "I'll be back in one minute." He was not back. And I swear to God, I stood there with a plate of fish for ten minutes. Like an idiot, just table, hold a plate of fish. I was me. sitting there at the table texting, going what? I thought you went to the bathroom. No. I, I was standing there with a bunch of other people. And it was, the dude we never came back. He just hid, just hid in the back. Maybe they leave. Yeah. No, so weird, I put right the now. fish down on a table, because now the fish is cold. <laughs> And I went to sit with you, and then I asked the waiter. I go, man, I've been waiting for got some
0: tartar sauce. I know, first problems was
1: tartar sauce. I went back and got some more warm fish.
0: No, no but you did get your tartar sauce back. <laughs> I got
1: more tartar sauce. that makes make, no, make but, a, make but, a but, point.
0: But, but you know, exactly, we're Fitness for this podcast. We're talking about now. You, you, you get diagnosed with throat cancer.
1: Yeah, but what I was saying was, yeah, I got, no. I got, I, I, I have. You know, I'm single. Yeah my daughter joined the Air Force she was out on her own I was on my own sorry I was on my own Uh, I I met the most wonderful woman I've ever known in my life Mm. and I'm working places I wanna work Mm. making more money than I've made before and I'm happier than I've ever been so you're in a good place I'm in a fantastic place and then uh, I got a lump in my throat Heck. Literally. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, go to the doctor and uh, you have a squamous cell carcinoma attached to your tonsil and it's spread to your lymph nodes. And I'm like, what does that mean? Oh, you have cancer. <laughs> In the throat. I was like, you're not saying anything. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just got diagnosed with cancer at the exact same age that my father died of cancer. Wow. Like, was I supposed to learn a song for this moment? We're going to do Melanoma the Musical or you something? you have good doctors? Huh? Melanoma, the musical. No. Well, the doctor that told me that, and it wasn't an absolute positive uh, diagnosis, but he knew what it was. He said, there's a little chance that I'm wrong. So, but that guy, like, in in his office, Dr. Burns in Boston, I mean, there's pictures of Adele, Cher, like this dude's He's a famous throat guy. Everybody's throat, mm-hmm. you know. But then I went, back to my original doctor because he i went to burns for a second opinion <laughs> yeah and uh and uh, uh then my my regular doctor throat doctor took out my tonsils that was a biopsy and proved mm-hmm. that i had cancer
0: ah and now uh, you to talk to the doctor about you didn't well, talk to the doctor about it. now it's well where,
1: when i asked you him, know it, it it's from hpv
0: which is common. Human, papillomav- human virus. Women have it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Guys men do. have it too. We're human carriers, right? Well, but, yeah. well, men get throat cancer. Women get cervical cancer.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So
1: that's the, the only way you can get is cancer from, from, eating
0: from eating a cervix.
1: Not eating a cervix. Eat, eat, licking around it. I don't, well, I don't know how deep you go.
0: Yeah, my tongue goes, but, my tongue gets in there.
1: It, it's oral to there. genital contact. I eat a
0: lot of pussy. Love the stuff.
1: <laughs> Love the stuff. As Eddie Griffin once said, it's nutritious. Baby
0: is growing there. But <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no. But I mean, no, don't get wrong. I mean, the, the, the HPV has been known. I mean, let's be science to science. Yeah. To cause and now. I guess it's possible to get it that way. And no, the that's the only a way. way to get it. But I, I still got to eat some pussy. I got to be honest. Is well, that's why I say you
1: know, I'm not giving up what caused it. But I say,
0: was it worth it? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not like smoking. You can quit smoking. Yeah,
0: right. I, but I get <laughs> pussy. It's
1: right there. It's so, good. It's
0: just So now, how long do the couch about? How long, um, like treatment, get over? Because right now you're in remission. You look fantastic. Would You would never know. You know, but I mean, like, 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 like walk around the sea on your face—not like the, you know, Scarlet Letter.
1: But you
0: know what I'm saying? Like, uh, how long has it been?
1: What since the, my treatments? Yes, yeah, so, well, or since I, I, the yeah, diagnosis? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it was it a year, two years? How long from diagnosis it, uh, to being out of the woods per se?
1: Well, in in February it'll be four years that wow. that you know I went to the doctor first, and uh, but October seventh was. 3 years that since they told me it was gone I was cancer free
0: now you go back and you, of course you get your regular checkups you got to get your screenings
1: now barack obama saved my life man
0: let's talk about that for a minute let's do real talk now we're both you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty much a, a freaking almost Bernie Sanders lefty at this point because I fucking hate Trump so goddamn much. <laughs> I mean, I want to be, I want to be minded. I want to love my president. I want to, I love my country. I, I, I respect other people's votes. I know people don't think like me and they, they have valid opinions. He's a fucking ass clown and he's doing bad of for my country. And he said Barack Obama was not, was born in Kenya. And why did anybody else believe any fucking thing that fell out of his head? Yeah. That being said, Barack Obama, Obamacare yeah. really did make
1: a big impact on yeah. your life. I, I had tried to get insurance before and it was thousands of dollars a month for mm-hmm. me to have insurance. So I didn't have insurance. And when I got diagnosed, they told me like, you, you have to get insurance. So I went online, click, 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 called the number, they answered the phone right away, helped me through everything. And Paid for, not cancer treatment, paid for the best cancer treatment in the world. Dana-Farber. Hmm. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. It's one of the best in the world.
0: Heard of them, yes.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and, and they saved my life, man. See? And, 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 the, and the, the insurance paid for everything. Plus, you know, all my friends, Boston Comics did so many fundraisers for me. I remember some
0: of those. We, we, we did not know each other, but I remember, yeah. I remember the cartoon.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, you, what, what you use for your Facebook page. You know, it's, it's great cartoon here. Yeah. And, and I remember seeing that and like, hey, like, support Joe and like that. And that's, what, that's when the comic community is really beautiful. Oh, And man. you also, you, you, but you earn that kind of credit. You know, we don't do that for everybody. Yeah. We don't. I mean, we always take care of, we even take care of the lesser ones of us. But like, yeah. you know, you earn that kind of credit. People care. And, and I think that's beautiful, man. That really is yeah. beautiful. And because it, I know it. You know, it's history of separation It's comedy. We all kind of know each other, but I know it reached me.
1: Oh man! I mean, I we, knew about it. We, you know, we in Boston, we do that all the time. You yeah. Know? And I was, Boston's I was really right. blessed. You know, I have a few friends that, you know, we did fundraisers for them over and over and over again, and you know, some of them didn't make it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I feel so tremendously blessed, and the friends that I have. And the doctors that I had, my mm. my brother, basically put his entire life on hold for six, seven months. Came to live with me, took care of me, stayed in my house. You know, That's and uh, my my fiance now was just amazing. My daughter had just joined the air force. She yeah. was at her first duty station all by herself, and uh, my cousin lived out there. But you know. Air Force. I'm, 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 you know, me and my daughter are so close. Yeah, yeah, she's an air traffic controller in the Air Force, and you know, she's making all these strides in her career and learning, just learning how to do the job and passing, you know, every week another test, another exam, another, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm the person that she's always gone to to, hey, in yeah, the rock. look what I did, yeah. and, and she couldn't do that. I was so sick, you know. Yeah.
0: But still, but, I mean, she was still there for you. And, I mean, the fact that she's accomplished what she has is because of yeah, you. Yeah. You know, a lot of it. Yeah. And now, all right, so you, you got through that, which is, you know, fantastic. Thank God you're here. And yeah. also, thank God. And also, but, you know, I always notice this. You're using it, though, man. Yeah. You know, like, you know, a lot of people, when this happens to them, I think you can go a couple ways. I mean, I, I mean I, thank God I've been really lucky. But you learn to, you don't take shit for granted. No. I don't see you doing that at all. No. I see you caring. Yeah. I see. I, th- I see. I see you caring about what you do on stage, you know. And I and I see you know because you were at the point in your career sometimes, and you know a lot of cats they're like they're like, eh, clock, screen, screen. but you know you care, you made the connection with the audience, and I think you're giving a lot back. Yeah. And you know, I think that's kind of at, I mean, you know, we do comedy for a lot of narcissistic reasons, but at the end of the day, we are we're trying to make people laugh and like, come on, let's have a good day off of you know. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I wanna. I, I I have a lot of material about having cancer. Yeah. And I do it for the people in the audience. You know, I mean, everybody, as a comedian, your ultimate goal is to make everybody laugh. The gig. And I do that.
0: Yeah, you do. But well. at the
1: same time, there's a lot of stuff below the surface in this material that I know is touching survivors in a certain way. And not just survivors, people who are still battling it. Yeah. Because it's so absurd.
0: And family members are what really close. What
1: they do to you. Yeah you know it and it's it's a a line of my act but it's really the truth they basically tell you we're going to poison you yeah. and hopefully the cancer dies first and sometimes it doesn't you know mm-hmm. but i i've had women in the audience to, i've never seen this before man i had this one lady i don't know if she was in remission or if she was still in the middle of treatment or what but she was simultaneously laughing hysterically and absolutely sobbing Yeah, because it's like I give them permission to, to laugh yeah. at you know and 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 to to look back and instead of thinking of it as just as this nightmare they look at it from a different angle and they laugh at it and people are so afraid of this yeah you know I've had friends come up to me and go and you shouldn't be doing those jokes I'm like why, why? Like, what, what's it, the fucking boogeyman that's going to come back and get me because I made fun of it? It's like, fuck cancer.
0: But they feel yeah. that way. They, they're, like, they're like, hey, if we don't mention it, maybe it will stay away. The C word. No. It used to be the C word 100 years ago, yeah. Everybody's
1: yeah. going to be touched by this. In some
0: Everybody, time. yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that's why we call it the Big C. That's why yeah. it affects life. But now, that's why, luckily, we have the treatments we do, and we had Obamacare. Yeah. You know, comedy yeah. Fitness Podcast. Now, before, we got to touch a little bit on fitness. Uh, yeah. Well, now. well the, it You've all ties to... in, too, yeah. man,
1: because first of all, so many people helped me. And if there's anybody out there who's listening to this, if you ever said a prayer for me or sent me a penny of your money, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And there was so many people that, like, I, there was no way for me to keep track of everybody that helped me.
0: No, and, but they know. It, You're that it guy. came from so many guy.
1: different places, and and so I feel like I'm paying them back. Number one, by paying it forward and helping anybody I can help. But number two, by living my life and letting them know that I live a life that was worth saving. Yes. So uh, I asked my girlfriend. I said, for a year, cancer free. I want to celebrate. I want to climb Mount Washington, Nice, which is the highest peak in New England. It's about 6,300 feet, which, you know, people out in Colorado and California right now are thinking, uh, you know, up in Alaska, like, uh, that's such a little... That's a hill.
0: That's a large mountain.
1: Yeah. And I, I dare you to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm not doing it. But I want you to do it.
1: It's, it's not... Like, I go hiking in Alaska. I'll hike a 3,000-foot mountain Uh or trail, and it's 3,000 feet. You start at sea level and hike up 3,000 feet, Mm -hmm. but the hiking trails are awesome. New Hampshire, the White Mountains, like the Appalachian Trail, you know, goes from down there where you live, Tennessee, all the way up. Yeah, all the way up, yeah. The most difficult part of the whole thing is the White Mountains in New Hampshire, because it's... Uh, like, Mount Mount Washington, they call it the rock pile, and is the most severe weather on the planet. Like, up to about three or four years ago, it had the highest recorded wind speed on Earth. Like
0: I will you pick a nice day to go. Thirty-five
1: mile an hour winds.
0: You're going to pick a nice day to go, though.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's this is the thing. Sometimes you go, in the summer. and it's a nice day when you start it, and at the drop Boom. of a hat, man, it... All right, when I did it.
0: You did it. You yeah. did it. Yeah. Oh, you did this. Oh, you did this. Yeah. Oh, did
1: this. yeah. Well, congratulations.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. Not an idea. I'm, I'm
1: really disappointed in myself because mm-hmm. it really doesn't count because I didn't hike down. What did you do when well, you got Well, I hiked. There's a cog a railway that goes down from the top. Oh,
0: that's nice.
1: And uh, we, we right before we got to the peak, I got really, really horrible cramps. I was still really weak from my treatments and I stuff. Bet. Like my body hadn't. Recovered, I had, I had hiked smaller, like gone to the Bahamas, hiked there. Then I got a bunch of work in Alaska. I was hiking Out up
0: to, there. You're probably pushing a little bit on this hike, yeah. but I get it. It was symbolism.
1: Well, me and my, my fiancé, we actually did a hike that was much more difficult that I didn't know, and there was no other way. Like once you got up to the top, you had to finish Yeah, because to go back down the way you came was horribly difficult. And it was a nine-and-a-half-hour hike over three mountains, In the White Mountains.
0: 9 That's all day. Yeah. Lunch breaks.
1: Yeah. So when we would climb Mount Washington, I was like, man, this is easier than this other hike we did to get in shape for Mount Washington. And I got really horrible cramps. And my girlfriend, luckily, is smarter than me and insisted that we do not hike down because I might not have made it. Yeah. So we took this cog railway down. And when we got to the bottom of the mountain, we turned around. And the entire mountain was black,
0: clouds. Uh,
1: no, a vicious storm. Oh wow! That it made the just right choice. Instantly came like the cog takes about 20 minutes. See, I think so in 20 minutes, we were up at the peak. It was beautiful, blue skies. There was some clouds blowing through. Yeah. And 20 minutes later, the entire mountain was covered. She was with right. Black you know, you can't
0: tell, but she knows she was right. She knows oh yeah, she, she, she was right. right. She was right. She was right, man. Yeah.
1: So I made it up there. I, I did I did get to the peak, but
0: So do you do a lot of hiking? Is that oh, you yeah. like, So you your I main did, your We main just hiked of the, we were
1: going to hike Mount Washington last week. Uh, I mean last month. On the exact day it was one it was 3 years cancer free. Oh, Cuz okay. I wanted that's to hike great. up and down and I'm in better shape now. But that's the other thing, man. I always thought like people get cancer and then they start living these great lives. That It's a decision that you make and it's not. You just appreciate and enjoy. It's not like you go to a show and go, I had cancer so I'm really going to enjoy this show. It's not <laughs> like that. I hear you no, I you hear just you. Yeah. really... like. There are times I'll be with my daughter and I'll go, on a scale of 1 to 10 how great is this show? She goes, it's really great dad. I don't know. 8? And I'm like, Okay, so this is just a feeling I'm having cuz yeah. this is like the best show I've ever seen. Okay. And and she's like, "You're weird." Everything's
0: turned up a notch.
1: Everything. Everything's turned up a notch. It, like the things that are bad aren't bad.
0: Aren't as bad compared just to like, hey, I've man, been
1: through bad. I remember being afraid of a bowl of broth. <laughs> like not even a bowl. Like yeah. I remember being absolutely terrified to eat this is going to put a up. spoonful of clear chicken broth in my mouth. Like Physically couldn't put it in my mouth because I was so scared of what would happen if I swallowed. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, a bill that I pay a week late doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, now, you know, you know
0: some stupid crowd member yeah. being a little
1: shitty. Yeah, like, yeah I, like, mean, like, I, I, I mean, that I, always bothers I, us. I, I was hiking with someone and he's telling me how he's on all these antidepressants and stuff. And I was like, mm. you know, you have a great life. Why are you depressed? Well, this one cruise line told me that they're not going to let me stay on the ship as long i go but they're still going to give you as much work yeah and he was <laughs> depressed i'm like really that's man you haven't had any problems in your life if but this you know but, but-
0: <laughs> i also say you're not defending him but but you're right you have perspective you have real perspective now yeah. but also i think comics are sensitive and like before before you yeah. had something big like real life change that challenged you you would probably would have been a little more sensitive to like, oh yeah, this is shitty. But you, you're, but now you're like, what the fuck? Now I try to have that. I try to learn from people like yourself because yeah. I try to have respect. Because I get shitty. I'm a comic. I we get petty. We yeah. have first world problems. You know, where's my tartar sauce? Yeah. But then we get over it. though because we go like, man, we have the best gig on the planet. Like, the, we're the best gig on the planet. We get to go amazing place. I'm going to Australia next month. Yeah. Because I can tell jokes to Americans. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I mean, if you had told me, like, I, I, I would figure, oh, I would have had to build the boat to get yeah. to Australia. But, like, this is amazing. And I try to realize how lucky I am, how grateful I am, but we still get lost in that. And I think, you know, Comedy Fitness Podcast is part of the reason I think, I mean, no kidding. It's not corny why it all ties together to me. Like, like you, try to eat, you try to eat a little bit better. You, you try to move a little bit more. And why? Because we want to do all this a little bit more. When I mean you know, by all this is like tell jokes, uh, you know, have more fun on the island. If you're at work, you know, hopefully get home and see your fa- family, or you know, do better at work if you're loving what you do. If you're not loving what you do, then I'm not saying quit your job, but you might want to get a hobby that you love. Because I mean, we still need we still need to get well, your done. A lot of, you know, but you got to like of some, is, a lot of it. You know, you got to enjoy. A lot enjoy of it is your
1: mind. Too, yes, you, know? it, you, you have to take care of your mind, your body, and your spirit. You mm-hmm. know, your soul, whatever but like uh my favorite uh, i have these little things that really stay with me all the time and uh the two most important questions in the world are what time is it and where are you Hmm. and the answers are right here right now ah you know and and that's all you have control over right here right now and nothing else really matters and and the other thing is, this is one of my favorite all-time saying is, every circumstance is part of a perfect plan to bring the image of your faith to reality. Now, that doesn't mean your faith like you're a Christian or you're a Muslim or you're a Jewish. It's, it's whatever you believe, everything in your life is going to bring you to that realization. Mm-hmm. So if you believe that life sucks and everything is wrong and you're never going to be happy... Every circumstance in your life is going to be perfect to prove to you that you're right. Yes. You know, and, and with me, it's just like everything is, it, it really, it messes people up. You want to you get strange reaction? Yeah. Anytime someone asks me how you doing, I say the same thing. Yeah, you do. Perfect. How you doing? Perfect. How are you? I'm perfect. And some people, and this is all their shit. Some people look at me like I'm saying, I'm so perfect, I'm better than everybody. No. And that's not what I'm saying. Yes. I'm saying, right here, right now, things couldn't be any better. Like, this is perfect.
0: Well, I love, and I thought what you were going to say is, what I love is when people after a show come up to you and no. say hey I really enjoyed the show you always say I did too and I love that <laughs> yeah like I love that I told you I said I said I'm gonna take that when I grow into it uh-uh, you, you know can still no it no now. it's not no it's not, it's not I, it till no, you make it, no but, uh, but it's also <laughs> like like because I mean I still look at it like don't get wrong I love what I do but I still look at like I'm working really hard I'm trying uh, it, 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 it's one of those things that comedy is still always a challenge to me I'm always trying to be better at it I'm always trying to evolve yeah. I'm always trying me to get too. There. well yeah yes but you can also own the fact that you, you, you but you truly Truly main. Like, people go, have fun, do that. And I'm always like, I'm really working hard at here. Like, fun is part of it, but I swear to God, people, this didn't just fucking happen, right? Whereas, you know, you're really living it. Like, when people say to you, I really have fun at your show, because they're really sincere. And you, I've seen it. You say it back, so did
1: I. You know, and I love that. And I love I really that. do. Yeah, and I love that. That's a number, man, I have been doing stand-up less than a year. And one of the things that I would do, is there were people that were better than me, more experienced than me, more knowledgeable than I was? I would walk off stage, and I would ask them, "What did I do wrong?" And they're like, "Oh, you did great." And I'm like, "No, I did something wrong. Tell me how to improve something I did."
0: Yes, you were great. And, uh, Doesn't make me better.
1: Kevin Meaney, I'm sure. you huh, know Kevin yeah, Meaney. Kevin
0: Meaney. Yeah, Boston. Kevin Meaney said, "Come on,
1: well, this isn't your job. Just have fun." And, you know, because I was an open micer. Yeah. The time. And he was like, "You have to have fun. Just have fun. Fun." And and I kept that with me my entire career. And to me, that's number one rule: go up there and have fun. Cause you do all the work before you run on that stage. But the second you set foot on that stage, have fun. And sometimes I forget that. Like you talk about learning. At Thirty-five years, I'm still. I learned, like, and not like I didn't know this, but you reminded me mm-hmm. that that first show this week. When there was that woman in the front row that just would not Suzanne. shut up. And you just were so nice to her just like okay, all right. And and like <laughs> they'd say something to you and and you go, "Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about." I try I, I where, had to, where, yeah. when they do that to me, I go, "Please shut the fuck up <laughs> and let me talk. Like how dare you interrupt me?" And I wish I could be nicer at those times when people are really pissing me off.
0: It's hard, but but for me, also, my perspective is, too, first of all, man, you're you're hilarious at at, at going back at him. I'm at the place where if, if I don't nice it up a little bit, when I go at him, it's not funny, and I stop the show. And our shows are only 25, 30 minutes. If I take up five minutes of sucking to a black hole by yelling, shut the fuck up, you bitch. They're like, he looks angry. And, I, and then I go back to a joke about how... Puppies should be eaten by vegetarians, <laughs> but now Jo Joe, Joe, Yannetti, right here, right now. I love that. Um, yeah. I love that quote. Now we're gonna r- wrap it up soon. But what I always want to know is, man. First of all, you have the movie. Yeah, you have the movie. Suckers, it's out. People can go see it. People can go rent it. People yeah. can go. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, not just IMDb, but I mean, with iTunes and all that kind of stuff. Like, uh, uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know if you can right now. Yeah, you, but you used to be able to. But um, my partner in LA, just remastered the whole movie. Oh, nice. So hey. he might have pulled it for now, but if it's not out yet, it will be a brand new version will be out very soon. And when it
0: comes out, we'll talk about it again. Yep. Fantastic. So the movie suckers, and they can also see a website?
1: Yeah, but there's nothing there. <laughs> well, I don't blame you. I, yannetti.com, but I'm, I'm in the process of getting something put there.
0: Facebook? Do you that want to saying. be found, Joe? Yeah, a yeah. Of, um...
1: uh, Joe Yanetti. J-O-E-Y-A-N-N-E-T-T-Y. Joe Yannetti at you know, on Facebook, uh the at Joe Yannetti on Instagram and yep. Twitter, you know. Really you
0: know how it is, guys. It's really easy these days. Uh, just Google Joe Yannetti, yeah. just like I did, and a bunch of stuff comes up. And I knew about the movie already, but I did my research. Yeah, it was funny. So, when we were ma. in the
1: Kari Loja the other day, that guy. Kari Loja.
0: Tell the Kari Loha story. He,
1: oh, man. I know. We had time. That was so
0: aggravating. <laughs> Come on. Because uh, uh, it
1: was comedy fitness, Joe Yannetti's Kari Loja story. When you're traveling, the airlines suck. <laughs> and they, they give you weight limits, so you're constantly looking for smaller, yes, lighter, yes, you know, uh, more durable, more usable, yes. You know, that, how can I make this last longer? And for me, shirts, uh, shirts are a pain in the ass because I like wearing white shirts, but when you're traveling so much, and you know, I, I, dude, I, I, I go, I go through hell trying to find the right deodorant. That's not going to stain my shirt.
0: Hey, we you travel. Know? We need the compact stuff. You're in so, Kerry Laha bamboo store, by the way. Yeah. It's a bamboo. Everything's yeah. made out of bamboo.
1: Yeah. Very soft. A bamboo shirt. Which, yeah. and And they're like, it, it never stinks. Like, Go fuck yourself. Never. It's going to stink. I stink. They stink. You know, I'm a 250-pound fat <laughs> guinea <laughs> that likes garlic. You know, this shirt's going to smell. You know? <laughs> so that we can wear it for three days. It won't smell. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> And, you know, after three days, you you could smell a lot more than the shirt. So, and then he tells me it's wrinkle-free. <laughs> and every shirt on the rack is fucking wrinkled.
0: Like I'm staring at him. Like he's pulling a trunk. Yeah. I'm
1: staring at wrinkles. So it, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. wrinkle-free. <laughs> it's wrinkled. Well, that's because we just took it out of the package. You mean a package similar to my suitcase? Like, what, so what? It, it goes, but you hang it up and the wrinkles will fall out in five minutes. So all these 400 shirts have been here for five minutes or less, since every single one of them is wrinkled. Oh, you're killing this poor guy. We just took them out. You just took them out. But oh then I God. go to, you know, right now we're sailing out of Port Canaveral. There's a shirt there, a uh, store there named Bell's. Uh-huh. It's like B O E L L S. And I Whoa. swear to God, it's a poor man's Marshalls.
0: Oh, I like that. Like,
1: if you can't afford Marshalls, go to Bells.
0: Hey, I'm shopping at Bells. They might be the next oh, sponsor.
1: dude, you see that that plaid shirt I wore the other night? That's an IZOD shirt.
0: Oh, yeah, man. You're, it's you're, a
1: really nice shirt.
0: You're, you're a fashion piece, and I love the pants that was in. It was, a it was $8. See, I, I love that. I'm aging into that so well. Like, I want that, bro. Like, I listen, like, I that turns me on. Like, I want to save that kind of money. Like, I like the fact you said, Marshalls, it was a little overpriced. You can go to Bells, which, spells, <laughs> which somehow spells Bells with a fucking O. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they bought the they They sold the side. But, yo, kind of podcast. We got to get out of here, dude. Thank you for killing the key. You were in the K middle of, of asking Loha. me something. Did you? Well, no, the Kerry Aloha. No. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, no, no. Wait, no, no, please. We always have, you know, the... Ac- About before. when I made it. Oh, when you made it. But, well, no, you told me. I, but I mean I? Okay. You told me because, you know... you. I think as comics, we always struggle about when you made it, but I mean, you're a good example of well, you, you know you made it. And also, like dude, you, you've done a movie, and also, you've, okay, you've done a movie. Uh, you've defeated cancer. Yeah. Uh, you've raised a beautiful young lady who's productive, who's productive, and is not just serving contributing to society. Is serving the country, the United States. We State don't Force. like her boss, though. We're not. We're not a fan of her boss, but she's proudly serving. Us and I mean the country and and doing us. You know in spite you of having, a, in spite this, of I said, having a I fucked said this, up boss.
1: I said this to a guy. This, this is success, I, bro. I said something about Trump on Facebook, and someone mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, don't give him a chance. You know he's only been in there for a short time, so don't give him a chance. Just keep hoping that he fails. Yeah, you know he's brand new." I said, "All right, if you worked in the pit of a NASCAR and the driver was brand new, and you put him down on the ground, and he took the car and went the wrong way on the track." And you grabbed him and brought him back and went, dude, you're going the wrong way. Go that way. And he pulled out of the pit and went the wrong way again. After how many times would you go, ah, give him a chance. He's new. (laughs) How many times would you go, this dude should not be driving this car? No, he should not. He should not be
0: leading this nation. (laughs) Donald Trump basically is Ricky Bobby. Shake and bake. (laughs) Joe, your daddy, thank you so much for coming. I want to go fast, daddy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, Bobby. I, Trump is going to kill us all. I hope we're going to survive. But Joe, thank you so much for coming he's not out. not going to kill us
1: all. It's not like no, he's, like he's going go to go to Asia and I, start a fight. I'm being, I'm being. Oh, wait a minute. I'm being dramatic. That's exactly but, where he is right now. <laughs>
0: dude, I'm being dramatic, but I just think we just got to survive these two years. I got a four-year-old. I'd, I'd like to be two pessimistic. Years.
1: Oh, yeah, two years. Two, yeah, you think years, he's going to last
0: two years? You know, Man, listen, I, 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 I think there's a really good chance he has a slip and fall accident.
1: My birthday's in August. I, I, you think he'll be out by I August? I he will not be the president all by right. August.
0: Call me for this podcast. It is November 4th. 20- yeah. You think he'll be out by August? Yes. Uh, like by impeachment or well, slip I used and to fall? Well, I used to start Korean... massive
1: fights on Facebook and all this. Well, and I used to fight with people. I used to fight people in the audience. I'd start fights. You can't fight with you know what I do now? I just send positive vibes to Robert Mueller. You know? I, I donate to the ACLU, and I send and I send prayers to Robert Mueller and his team, because that dude's a genius.
0: I love that. You know what? You know what? Take that anger. And what I always tell people is take that anger register a vote, but take that anger, register a vote. But send positive vibes. Robert Mueller. You know oh, yeah. what? He is our hero. Robert Mueller is the one who could save us all. Yes. That, he could really be oh, yeah. the champion for all this Please. And he's in a rush. And find something good. Like, I hope it's not something like Amby Pambi. I hope it's something good. Oh, like, no. He's like, going to, th- th- there's th- pictures he's of Trump peeing on a Russian puppy. Laundering. And, like, there's money and they paid him for Oh, it, no. Like, that P tape. I want expose. I think that's is a P tape. Thing.
1: Yeah, I think maybe. The Russian. See, this is what I think. I think Russians will get a hot check to do some weird shit to you. This is my theory. Nothing embarrasses this guy. He has no sense of anything like that. No. And I keep, I rack my brains like the Russians have something on this dude. Yep. They got something on him. Think he's dressed up And weird. I think, what could it be that it'd be the only thing he'd be afraid of? He's thinking, and I think, what, 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 what. Yeah. I think he would be afraid to embarrass his children. But yeah, I think he would be afraid to if for his children to find out that he did something deceitful. Like him.
0: how bad would it have to be? He's does really bad stuff that we I, know about. I, I think He's there was a sex pussies. tape
1: of him with a really young girl. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. Well, I, I mean, the only thing he may not be able to survive would be pedophilia. I think he could survive everything. I was to go in a different way. I, I was thinking the uh, the tape was of him getting uh, a peed on and maybe taking it up the ass. I was hoping. Nah. The tape was him getting peed on, taking up the ass. But if he, yeah, I don't, you know. But you know, your 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 way is more like a SD, uh, uh, SVU, you know. <laughs> which, which I think the Russians? I think it happened, but I, I the think Russians the Russians yeah,
1: convinced him that a fourteen-year-old girl was a eighteen-year-old hooker.
0: Oh, okay. You know, they pulled an okie-dokie on him, like, hey, it's just a really young-looking eighteen-year-old, because yeah. I mean, that could really happen. Yeah. And then it was, oh my god, oh wow, 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 wow. You know, I feel sorry it's for the only the thing girl. I can think of that that you know, okay, okay, Now another quick sidebar that he uh, would be worried about. This, this, this Melania Trump. Do you think? First of all, I know she's a real person. She's not a fembot. But like, I think she's gonna. This guy. She's gotta be having an affair with a Secret Service guy, right?
1: Well, the word was be she having was an having an affair with the guy who runs Tiffany's, and that's why she was upset that he made a move from New York to Washington.
0: Oh, she's gotta be having an affair with someone, at least. I mean, but I'm, a, I'm 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 a movie guy. I'm assuming it's one of the bodyguards. I'm just assuming because uh, he has access to it, and then, you know, I mean, I'm just assuming. I'm just nah,
1: assuming. I don't think the bodyguards. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking the Secret they're kinda Service. They're kind of wild. Dude, they're going to strip clubs all the time. Those guys party, <laughs> dude. I, I think. I mean, Strip Boy, a uh, uh, Secret Service guy is basically somewhere between me and a frat boy at this point. You know what? Though? With better aim. I don't find her attractive at all. Oh, I don't mind the fembot look. All fake. Like they put her together in a lab. I'm okay with that. It's being raised in L.A. I'm okay with that. Like, they put the butt on. They put the breast on. Her eyes, she's not Asian, but they made her look, like, <laughs> you know, oddly Siamese. I'm okay with all that. I know it's really weird. I'll take plastic all day. You know, as long I don't want to inject too much stuff in the butt, but I'm okay with, like, a lot. of <laughs> if, if She... She, she bought all that I'm okay with it Alright I know I'm a sicko But uh, listen guys, for this podcast Joe Yannetti For real yeah, Thank you weird, so much I am I'm interesting Thank you so much hey, For great everything Hey By the way man No thank great you week. Thank you for putting up with me I really appreciate that Please check out The movie Suckers Please check out uh, Joe Yannetti IMDB Check it out And as always everybody Laugh your ass off. Thank you so much John. Thank you brother Good
1: all to right. be here